Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're trying to spread some actual happiness by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam every day with the devotees. This is the, since it, it's a, Srila Prabhupada's most sincere desire was to make everyone happy. And to do that, he worked so hard to translate and comment on, on the main essential scriptures of the Vedas. And he wanted us to read them. He wanted us not just to read them, but to relish them and to hear them with, with one another and, and become attached to Krishna and Krishna consciousness. This is real happiness. It's real relief from the stringent laws of the material nature. Srimad Bhagavatam Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami explains the Bhagavatam in a very succinct, beautiful, poetic way. It goes like this. Sarva-sastra-bdhi-pi-yusha Sarva-vedaika-satpala Sarva-siddhanta-ratnadya Sarva-lokaika-drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight, to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Ditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all, all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguru man mahadana, man nistadaka mad bhagya, mad ananda namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhu tadayin, atini chochatakada. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the 26th chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam, fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam as King Paranjana, the allegorical soul, goes to the forest to hunt beginning with text 6. <clears throat> if a king is too, much is too attracted to eating flesh, he may, according to the directions of the revealed scriptures, on sacrificial performances, go to the forest and kill some animals that are recommended for killing. One is not allowed to kill animals unnecessarily or without restrictions. The Vedas regulate animal killing to stop the extravagance 
of foolish men, influenced by the modes of passion and ignorance. Purport The question may be raised why a living being should be restricted in sense gratification. If a king, to learn how to kill, may go to the forest and kill animals, why should a living entity who has been given senses not be allowed unrestricted sense gratification? At the present moment, this argument is put forward even by so-called swamis and yogis who publicly say that because we have senses, we must satisfy them by sense gratification. These foolish swamis and yogis, however, do not know the injunctions of the shastras. Indeed, sometimes these rascals come out to defy the shastras. They even publicly announce that there should be no more shastras, no more books. Just come to me, they say, and I shall touch you, and you will become immediately spiritually advanced. <laughs> because demoniac people want to be cheated, so many cheaters are present to cheat them. At the present moment, in this age of Kali Yuga, the entire human society has become an assembly of cheaters and cheated. For this reason, the Vedic scriptures give, have, have given us the proper directions for sense gratification. Everyone is inclined in this age to eat meat and fish, drink liquor, and indulge in sex life. But according to the Vedic injunctions, sex is allowed only in marriage, meat-eating meat is allowed only when the animal is killed and offered before the goddess Kali, and intoxication is allowed only in a restricted way. In this verse, the word niyamyate indicates that all these things, namely animal killing, intoxication, and sex, should be regulated. Regulations are meant for human beings, not for animals. The traffic regulations on the street, telling people to keep to the right or the left, are meant for human beings, not for animals. If an animal violates, violates such a law, he is never punished. But a human being is punished. The Vedas are not meant for the animals, but for the understanding of human society. A person who indiscriminately violates the rules and regulations given by the Vedas is liable to be punished. One should therefore not enjoy his senses according to his lusty desires, but should restrict himself according to the regulated principles given in the Vedas. If a king is allowed to hunt in a forest, it is not for his sense gratification. We cannot simply experiment in the art of killing. If a king, being afraid to meet rogues and thieves, kills poor animals and eats their flesh comfortably at home, he must lose his position. Because in this age, kings have such demoniac propensities. Monarchy is abolished by the laws of nature in every country. People have become so degraded that in this age <clears throat> people have become so degraded in this age that on the one hand they restrict polygamy and on the other hand they hunt for women in so many ways. Many business concerns publicly advertise that topless girls are available at this club or in that shop. Thus women have become instruments of sense enjoyment in modern society. The Vedas enjoin, however, that if a man has the propensity to enjoy more than one wife, has it sometimes the propensity for men in the higher social order, such as the Brahmanas, Chatriyas, and Vaishyas, and even sometimes the Shudras, he's allowed, he is allowed to marry more than one wife. Marriage means taking complete charge of a woman and living peacefully without debauchery. At the present moment, however, debauchery is unrestricted. Nonetheless, society makes a law that one should not marry more than one wife. This is typical of a demoniac society.
text 7. Narada Muni continued to speak to King Prachinyavarishad. My dear King, any person who works according to the directions of the Vedic scriptures does not become involved in fruitive activities. Purport Just as a government may issue trade licenses in order for its citizens to act in a certain way, the Vedas contain injunctions that restrain and regulate all of our fruitive activities. All living entities have come into this material world to enjoy themselves. Consequently, the Vedas are given to regulate sense enjoyment. One who enjoys his senses under the Vedic regulative principles does not become entangled in the actions and reactions of his activities. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 3.9, Yajyartat Karmana, one should act only for the performance of Yajya or to satisfy Lord Vishnu. Anyatra loko yam karma bandhanaha. Otherwise, any action will produce a reaction by which the living entity will be bound. A human being is especially meant to attain liberation from the bondage of birth, death, old age, and disease. He is therefore directed by the Vedic regulative principles to work in such a way that he may fulfill his desires for sense gratification and at the same time gradually become freed from material bondage. Action according to such principles is called knowledge. Indeed, the word Veda means knowledge. The words jnanina na salipyate indicate that by following the Vedic principles one does not become involved in the actions and reactions of his fruitive activities. Everyone is therefore advised to act in terms of the Vedic injunctions and not irresponsibly. When a person within a state acts according to the laws and licenses of the government, he does not become involved in criminal activities. Man-made laws, however, are always defective because they are made by men who are prone to committing mistakes, being illusioned, cheating, and having imperfect senses. The Vedic injunctions are different because they do not have these four defects. Vedic instructions are not subject to mistakes. The knowledge of the Vedas is knowledge received directly from God and there is consequently no question of illusion, cheating, mistakes or imperfect senses. All Vedic knowledge is perfect because it is received directly from God by the parampara, the simplic succession. In Srimad Bhagavatam 1, 1, 1 it is said the original creature of this universe, known as the Adi Kavi, or Lord Brahma, was instructed by Krishna through the heart. After receiving these Vedic instructions from Lord Krishna himself, Brahma distributed the knowledge by the Parampara system to Narada, and Narada in turn distributed the knowledge to Vyasa. In this way, Vedic knowledge is perfect. If we act according to Vedic knowledge, there is no question of being involved in sinful activities. Text 8 Otherwise, a person who acts whimsically falls down due to false prestige. Thus he becomes involved in the laws of nature, which are composed of the three qualities, goodness, passion, and ignorance. In this way, a living entity becomes devoid of his real intelligence and becomes perpetually lost in the cycle of birth and death. Thus, he goes up and down from a microbe in stool to a high position in the Brahmaloka planet. 
purport. There are many important words in this verse. The first is anyatta, otherwise, which indicates one who does not care for the Vedic rules and regulations. The rules and regulations laid down in the Vedas are called Shastra-vidhi. Bhagavad-gita clearly states that one who does not accept the Shastra-vidhi or rules and regulations mentioned in the Vedic scriptures and acts whimsically or puffed up with false pride never attains perfection in this life, nor does he attain happiness or liberation from the material condition. Yakshastra vidim utsrija vartite kama karataha nasasidhim avapnoti nasukam na parang gatim. He who discards scriptural injunctions and acts according to his own whims attains neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme destination. Bhagavad Gita 16.23 Thus, one who is deliberately transgressing the rules and regulations of the Shastras is simply involving himself more and more in material existence, in the three modes of material nature. Human society should therefore follow the Vedic principles of life, which are summarized in Bhagavad Gita. Otherwise, life in material existence will continue. Foolish persons do not know that the soul is passing through 8,400,000 species of life. By the gradual process of evolution, when one comes to the human form of life, he is supposed to follow the rules and regulations laid down in the Vedas. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that the living entity, since time immemorial, is suffering the threefold miseries of material nature due to his demoniac attitude, which is his spirit of revolt against the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna also confirms this in Bhagavad Gita 15.7 Mamaivangsho jivaloke jivabhutak sanatanaha manak shastranindriyani prakritistani karshati the living entities in this conditioned world are my eternal, fragmental parts. Due to conditioned life, they are struggling very hard with the six senses, which include the mind. Every living entity is part and parcel of God. There is no reason for the living entities being put into the miserable threefold condition of material existence, but, but that he voluntarily accepts material existence on the false pretexts of, of becoming. I'll read that again. There is no reason for the living entities being put into the miserable three, threefold condition of material existence, but that he voluntarily accepts material existence on the false pretext of becoming an enjoyer. To save him from this horrible condition, the Lord has given all the Vedic literatures in His incarnation of Vyasadeva. It is therefore said, Krishna Buli Ye Jiva Anadi Vahirmuka Atayeva Maya Tare Deya Sangsara Dukkha. By forgetting Krishna, the living entity has become materialistic since time immemorial. Therefore, the illusory energy of Krishna is giving him different types of miseries in material existence. C.C. Madhya 20, 117 Maya Mugda Jivera Nahi Swata Krishna Jnana Jivere Kripaya Kvaila Krishna Ved Puran When a living entity is enchanted by the external energy, he cannot revive his original Krishna consciousness independently. Due to such circumstances, Krishna has kindly given him the Vedic literatures, such as the four Vedas and 18 Puranas. C.C. Madhya 20.122 Every human being 
should therefore take advantage of the Vedic instructions. Otherwise, one will be bound by his whimsical activities and will be without any guide. The word mana rudha is also very significant in this verse. Under the pretext of becoming great philosophers and scientists, men throughout the whole world are working on the mental platform. Such men are generally non-devotees due to not caring for the instructions given by the Lord to the first living creature, Lord Brahma. The Bhagavatam 5.18.12 therefore says, Harao abhaktasya kuto mahadguna mano retaina sati dhavato pihihi A person who is a non-devotee has no good qualifications because he acts on the mental platform. One who acts on the mental platform has to change his standard of knowledge periodically. We consequently see that one philosopher may disagree with another philosopher and one scientist may put forward a theory contradicting the theory of another scientist. All of this is due to their working on the mental platform without a standard of knowledge. In the Vedic instructions, however, the standard of knowledge is accepted, even though it may sometimes appear that the statements are contradictory. Because the Vedas are the standard of knowledge, even though they may appear contradictory, they should be accepted. If one does not accept them, he will be bound by the material conditions. The material conditions are described in this verse as guna pravaha, the flowing of the three modes of material nature. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur therefore says in a song, Michi mayara vashi vyatcha beshe kachcha habu dubu vai. Why are you suffering? Why are you sometimes being drowned in the waves of material nature and sometimes coming to the surface? Jeev Krishna das, e vishwas, karle tara dukhanai. Please, therefore, accept yourself as the servant of Krishna. Then you will be freed from all miseries. As soon as one surrenders to Krishna and accepts the perfect standard of knowledge, which is Bhagavad Gita, as it is, he then comes out of the material modes of nature and does not fall down and lose his knowledge. Nasta Pragya The word Pragya means perfect knowledge and Nasta Pragya means one who has no perfect knowledge. One who does not have perfect knowledge may, has only mental speculation. By such mental speculation, one falls down and down into a hellish condition of life. By transgressing the laws laid down in the Shastras, one cannot become pure in heart. When one's heart is not purified, one acts according to the three material modes of nature. These activities are very nicely explained in verses 1 through 6 of the 17th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita 2.42 further explains, Trigunya Vishayabeda Nistrigunyo Vavarjana Nirdvanvo Nittasatvasto Niryoga Chema-atmavan the, main, the Vedas mainly deal with the subject of the three modes of material nature. Rise above these modes, O Arjuna. Be transcendental to, the, to all of them. Be free from all dualities and from all anxieties for, for gain and safety and be established in the Self. The entire world and all material knowledge is within the three modes of material nature. One has to transcend these modes and to attain that platform of transcendence one must follow the instruction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus become perfect in life. Otherwise one will be knocked down by the waves of the material nature's three modes. 
This is further explained in Srimad Bhagavatam 7.5.30. In the words of Prahlad Maharaj, Matir Nikriste Padatak Svatova Mito Vipadyeta Griha Bratanam Andanta Gobir Vishetam Tamishram Punak Punash Charvita Charvananam Materialistic persons who are too much engaged in material enjoyment and who do not know anything beyond their material experiences are carried by the whims of material nature. They live a life characterized by chewing the chewed and they are controlled by their uncontrolled senses. Thus they go down to the darkest regions of hellish life. Text 9 When King Paranjana was hunting in this way, many animals within the forest lost their lives with great pain, being pierced by the sharp arrowheads. Upon seeing these devastating, ghastly activities performed by the king, all the people who were merciful by nature became very unhappy. Such merciful persons could not tolerate seeing all this killing. Purport. When demoniac persons engage in animal killing, the demigods or devotees of the Lord are very much afflicted by this killing. Demoniac civilizations in this modern age maintain various types of slaughterhouses all over the world. Rascal swamis and yogis encourage foolish persons to go on eating flesh and killing animals and at the same time continue their so-called meditation and mystical practices. All these affairs are ghastly, and a compassionate person, namely a devotee of the Lord, becomes very unhappy to see such a sight. The hunting process is also carried on in a different way, as we have already explained. Hunting women, drinking different types of liquor, becoming intoxicated, killing animals, and enjoying sex, all serve as the basis of modern civilization. Vaishnavas are unhappy to see such a situation in the world, and therefore they are very busy spreading this Krishna consciousness movement. Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jāi The devotees are pained to see the hunting and killing of animals in the forest, the wholesale slaughter of animals in the slaughterhouses, and the exploitation of young girls in brothels that function under different names as clubs and societies. Being very much compassionate upon the killing of animals and sacrifice, the great sage Narada began his instructions to King Prachinibharishad. In these instructions, Narada Muni explained that devotees like him are very much afflicted by all the killing that goes on in human society. Not only are saintly persons afflicted by this killing, but even God himself is afflicted and therefore comes down in the incarnation of Lord Buddha, Jayadev Buddha. Jayadev Goswami therefore sings Sadaya ridya darshita pashuganam gatam. Simply to stop the killing of animals, Lord Buddha compassionately appeared. Some rascals put forward the theory that an animal has no soul or something like dead stone. In this way, they rationalize that there is no sin in animal killing. Actually, animals are not dead stone but the killers of animals are stone-hearted. Consequently, no reason or philosophy appeals to them. Oh, this is so important. Let me repeat this again. Some rascals 
put forward the theory that an animal has no soul or is something like dead stone. In this way they rationalize that there is no sin in animal killing. Actually, animals are not dead stone, but the killers of animals are stone-hearted. Consequently, no reason or philosophy appeals to them. They continue keeping slaughterhouses and killing animals in the forest. The conclusion is that one who does not care for the instructions of saintly persons like Narada and his disciple succession surely falls into the category of Nashtapragya and thus goes to hell. Text 10 In this way King Paranjana killed many animals including rabbits, boars, buffalo, bison, black deer, porcupines and other game animals. After killing and killing the king became very tired. Purport A person in the mode of ignorance commits many sinful activities. In the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Srila Rupa Goswami explains that a man becomes sinful out of ignorance only. The resultant effect of sinful life is suffering. Those who are not in knowledge, who commit violations of the standard laws, are subject to be punished under criminal laws. <clears throat> Similarly, the laws of nature are very stringent. If a child touches fire without knowing the effect, he must be burned, even though he is only a child. If a child violates the laws of the law of nature, there is no compassion. Only through ignorance does a person violate the laws of nature. And when he comes to knowledge, he does not commit any more sinful acts. The king becomes tired at the king became tired after killing so many animals. When a man comes in contact with a saintly person, he becomes aware of the stringent laws of nature and thus becomes a religious person. Irreligious persons are like animals, but in this Krishna consciousness movement, such persons can come to a sense of understanding things as they are and abandon the four principles of prohibited activities namely, illicit sex life, meat-eating, gambling, and intoxication. This is the beginning of religious life. Those who are so-called religious and indulge in these four principles of prohibited activities are, are pseudo-religionists. Religious life and sinful activity cannot parallel one another. If one is serious, and accepting a religious life or the path of salvation, he must adhere to the four basic rules and regulations. However sinful a man may be, if he receives knowledge from the proper source, however sinful a man may be, if he receives knowledge from the proper spiritual master and repents his past activities in his sinful life and stops them, he immediately becomes eligible to return home, back to Godhead. This is made possible just by following the rules and regulations given by the Shastra and following the bona fide spiritual master. At present, the whole world is on the verge of retiring from a blind materialistic civilization which may be likened to hunting animals in the forest people should take advantage of this Krishna consciousness movement and leave their troublesome life of killing. It is said that the killers of animals should neither live nor die, that they live only to kill animals and enjoy women. Life is not very prosperous. And as soon as a killer dies, he enters the cycle of birth and death and the lower species of life. That is also not desirable. The conclusion is that killers should retire from the killing business and take to this Krishna consciousness movement to make life perfect. A confused, frustrated man cannot get relief by committing suicide. 
because suicide will simply lead him to take birth in the lower species of life or to become a ghost, unable to attain a gross material body. Therefore, the perfect course is to retire altogether from sinful activities and take up Krishna consciousness. In this way, one can become completely perfect and go back home, back to Godhead. Srila Prabhupada Ki Chai. Text 11. After this, the king, very much fatigued, hungry and thirsty, returned to his royal palace. After returning, he took a bath and had an appropriate dinner. Then he took rest and thus became freed from all restlessness. Purport A materialistic person works throughout the whole week very, very hard. He is always asking, where is money? Where is money? Then at the end of the week, he wants to retire from these activities and go to some secluded place to rest. King Paranjana returned to his home because he was very fatigued, very much fatigued from hunting animals in the forest. In this way, his conscience came to stop him from committing further sinful activities and make him return home. In Bhagavad Gita, materialistic persons are described as dushkridhina, which indicates those who are always engaged in sinful activities. When a person comes to his senses and understands how he is engaging in sinful activities, he returns to his conscience, which is, which is herein figuratively described as the palace. Generally, a materialistic person is infected by the material modes of passion and ignorance. The results of passion and ignorance are lust and greed. In the life of a materialist, activity means working in lust and greed. However, when he comes to his senses, he wants to retire. According to Vedic civilization, such retirement is positively recommended. And this portion of life is called vanaprastha. Retirement is absolutely necessary for a materialist who wants to become free from the activities of a sinful life. King Paranjana's coming home, taking bath, and having an appropriate dinner indicate that a materialistic person must retire from sinful activities and become purified by accepting a spiritual master and hearing from him about the values of life. If one would do this, he would feel completely refreshed, just as one feels after taking a bath. After receiving initiation from a bona fide spiritual master, one must abandon all kinds of sinful activities, namely illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, and meat-eating. The word uchitahara used in this verse is important. Uchita means appropriate. One must eat appropriately and not take food as hogs take after, take, take after stool. For a human being, there are eatables described in Bhagavad Gita 17.8 as sattvika ahara or food in the mode of goodness. One should not indulge in eating food in the modes of passion and ignorance. This is called uchitahara, or appropriate eating. One who is always eating meat or drinking liquor, which is eating and drinking in passion and ignorance, must give these things up so that his real consciousness may be awakened. In this way, one may become peaceful and refreshed. If one is restless or fatigued, one cannot understand the science of God. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.2.20 Evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogataha bhagavad tattva vigyanam muktasangasya jayate 
unless, unless one can become free from the influence of passion and ignorance, he cannot be pacified. And without being pacified, one cannot understand the science of God. King Paranjana's returning home is indicative of man's returning to his original consciousness, known as Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness is absolutely necessary for one who has committed a lot of sinful activities, especially killing animals or hunting in the forest. Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. That brings us to 7.46. We'll stop our reading for tonight and begin tomorrow at text 12. And in the meantime, we will patiently wait for the reflections of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. First, this evening is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Miss Mrs. Steady. Jai Maharaj. Hare Krishna. My humble obeisances to all the assembled sages and all glories to Srila Prabhupada and your daily reading service of Srimad Bhagavatam Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Deeply appreciate the, the appreciation. <coughs> And this is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj, please show me the way to go forward. Hare Krishna. Well, I can't continue to read Srila Prabhupada's books to you. <laughs> That's for sure. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare This is from uh, Bhakta Rupa Oh Bhakta Rupa fantastic Hare Bo He says thank you for reading Maharaj This section is a real comprehensive breakdown of material life Oh yes It's quite perfect Oh yes Conditioned soul doesn't want to accept the role that he has been given by material nature. Therefore, he is always dissatisfied. Always trying to conquer the laws of nature. And the result of that is becoming more and more obvious in the world. So therefore, we have to give these books out. We have to read them out loud. We have to distribute them to everyone we can. Hare Krishna. This is from Rati Majari. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Yes, please always go on reading these transcendental books to me and to all others who are fortunate to hear from you. Hare Krishna, thank you so much. That was very nice of you to say. So be it. The mind becomes so clear while we're reading these books out loud. It becomes so clear. Prabhupada's masterful way of repeating things again and again, but in different ways and different forms. It's so expert. It gives us a thorough understanding of the subject and a sense of urgency as to what we should do and what we should avoid. Hare Krishna. This is from Bhakta Rupa. Yes, Bhakta Rupa. It says, Tarkanath Prabhu was quoting this section in his Sunday class this evening. He said that we are not compatible in this world. 
We are spirit souls, and this world is built for our frustration. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was relating to one thing that we heard tonight, and that was how after a person has exhausted his attempt you know, to try to enjoy the material world, how he naturally comes to the stage of retirement. And Prabhupada made the statement that this is actually a, a correct thing to retire from materialistic activities and use the energy in Vanapras to uh, reawaken. Of course, we're not in the Vedic culture, so we didn't get the knowledge from the beginning, but still, uh, we've had Prabhupada's books for a long time now. And so, retired life doesn't mean stop stopping to preach. It just means absorbing oneself more intensely in Christian consciousness. Because a peaceful atmosphere is required to be able to remember Krishna. That's the purpose of human life, human civilization. Hare Krishna. This is from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Tonight was like a transcendental wrestling match between Srila Prabhupada's divine intelligence and my unruly mind and senses. <laughs> Apparently there are many more like me that need to be subdued and enlightened. <laughs> Hare Krishna, your humility is breaking my heart. It is both humbling and exciting to hear because Srila Prabhupada clearly points out the right way to go, accepting the Vedic scriptures and live by them. Yes, absolutely. And if we do, we get immediate relief, as he said over and over again in his purports. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. I am amazed at the prowess of Srila Prabhupada, of Srila Prabhupada's abilities to delineate with analogies and exhaustive explanation with references from Vedic scriptures when I listen to your readings of Bhaktivedanta purports. Daily readings, Kijai. Haribo. And he has a gem also from 426.9. Srila <coughs> Bhaktivinoda Thakur therefore says in a song, Miche Mayara Vase Yache Beshe Kacha Habudububai. Why are you suffering? Why are you sometimes being drowned in the waves of material nature and sometimes coming to the surface? Jiva Krishna Das Evishvas Karle Tara Dukanai. Please, therefore, accept yourself as the servant of Krishna. Then you will be freed from all miseries. As soon as one surrenders to Krishna and accepts the perfect standard of knowledge, which is Bhagavad Gita as it is, he then comes out of the material nature, hmm. of the material modes of nature, and does not fall down and lose his knowledge. Hare Krishna. The safe path, the safe platform, Yes, thank you very much for one of your expertly mined jewels. From Bhaktarupa. Yes, Bhaktarupa. He says, it's nice to have Mother Rati back in the team. Ah, yes, true. This is becoming a little family within the family, isn't it? And more from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. I especially marked Srila Prabhupada's observation about the hypocrisy mm. that in this society mm. uh, the practice of polygamy is forbidden, but the use of women as instruments for sense gratification is encouraged far and wide. Yes. 
because we are plagued with demoniac rulers that is the problem and you know Krishna came to reset the human society toward a religious path and only he could deal with some of those very powerful de demons that came from all places of the universe to duke it out with the demigods in the battle of Kurukshetra so Krishna is very kind he's like a loving father and he does the needful to to keep his children you know on the path but those who are rebellious and are taking up you know the demoniac activities of passion and ignorance uh, he has ways of dealing with them also material nature just his own material nature uh, deals with them so expertly so thoroughly Hare Krishna this is also from Rati Manjari yes Rati I like how Srila Prabhupada, although a strict sannyasi, is not afraid to point out the hypocrisy in all areas of society. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. This is from Rohini Nandana. Yes, Rohini Nandana. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Thank you for your readings. Last night my head was gone after a week of traveling Sankirtan. And your reading set me straight. Please accept my humble obeisances. <laughs> Hare Krishna. I'm not doing anything. I'm just reading the books out loud. Hare Krishna. I take no credit. Prabhupada gets all the credit. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. She says, Thank you, Bhakta Rupa Prabhu and Guru Maharaj for your encouragement towards my insignificant presence. I am honored to be counted amongst your family members. <laughs> May I live up to it more and more. Hare Krishna, Hare Bol. Okay, I thank all of you very much for your lovely comments and reflections. And... Uh, May we live for many, many more days to enjoy this nectar. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhakti Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bol. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same station as the soul. In the form of Paranjana gets more lessons. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.